Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. Have you ever wondered if you could heal yourself, you know, like from something that's really, really challenging, maybe even brain cancer? (laughs) Well, Jennifer Dickinson did that exact thing. I mean, I've got goosebumps just thinking about it. Jennifer's amazing. After she was diagnosed with brain cancer and given a really grim prognosis, Jennifer took charge of her health and her well-being. She healed herself using a holistic approach that's focused on mind, body, and spirit. Now she's completely cancer-free. She's medication-free. And Jennifer is more committed than ever to sharing what she learned to help other people achieve the same level of perfect, beautiful wellness. You deserve it. Jennifer's determined that you get to experience it. And that's why she speaks extensively about how important it is to lead a balanced life, manage your stress, and use natural healing modalities. Jennifer's journey has taken her from a high-powered career as a lawyer and a co-owner of a major law firm into being a full-time wellness advocate. I mean, she's no dummy by any stretch of the imagination. She's been there, done that. She's been in the trenches. She knows what it takes. And she knows what your life is worth. That's why Jennifer is so particularly passionate about helping business professionals reduce their stress and embrace self-care. It's one of the things we tend to ignore all the time. Self-care is super important. That's why Jennifer's new book, The Case for Hope, further details her personal story and her holistic healing approach so that you can enjoy complete health too. You deserve it. So pay attention, really tune in. Jennifer found the secret sauce and you want to hear this. Jennifer, I'm so glad you could take the time to join us today. So blessed. Thank you. I am so grateful to be here. Thank you. Oh, I am just over the moon. I was sharing a little bit with Jennifer before we got started that Um, I don't always do this, but every once in a while, I feel called to check out my Oracle cards. And I have a favorite deck. It's called Angel Guide Cards um, from Kyle Gray. They're really beautiful. And I just happened to pull this card that says, ask and receive. I'll try to line it up so you can see the image. Ask and receive. It's really beautiful. And I want to read to you what it says in the little guide about what this card actually means. Ask and you shall receive. Your angel guide wants you to know that help is available. You're being encouraged to shift your perceptions and recognize that even in the most difficult of circumstances, a miracle is possible. Are you listening to this? Are you hearing this? You see how aligned this is with completely healing yourself from brain cancer? Whatever miracle you need, it is available to you right now. Your angel guide is encouraging you to recognize that you may have been blocking support by saying no to the things that you wanted to say yes to, asking that you change that now. When you begin to say yes to the experiences that light you up, like this conversation, totally going to light you up, 
you usher increased levels of support into your life. I mean, it could not be more appropriate. I really, <laughs> I am so buzzing just that we're having this conversation because ironically, I have been reading several books in a row about energetic healing and energetic health and just how powerful and possible mm -hmm. that is. And then just to add another little insight, I get downloads all the time, right? So I got this download a few weeks ago. I, I was doing dishes and I was just kind of musing over, I wonder why it takes a while sometimes for us to create what we want in our lives. And I felt heard new, this really loud, forceful voice that came through and it said, when you deny your power, your power is denied to you. When you acknowledge your power, your power is shown to you. Wow. You are more powerful than you can imagine. Wow. And I think all too often, especially when it comes to our health, we deny our power. Wow. We pretend that we're all alone and it's all on us. And right? Or we relinquish our power to the doctors and the, the wellness people. And they, they mean the best. You know, they really, truly want to help you. And yet... You've got a lot more help available to you when you partner up with the divine. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You know this. I'm preaching the choir here, Jennifer. Oh, I, I love hearing it. It's exactly, <laughs> that is the sauce. That is the sauce. Yes. Well, I started doing intentions at the beginning of these shows because I teach my clients to do this all the time. And I suddenly realized, oops, I'm not doing it myself. <laughs> How silly is that? And I love doing intentions because... That is owning your power. You are in partnership with the divine. And when you state your intention, you are actually, it's kind of like typing the address into GPS. So I always start with in love and light, because to me, that acknowledges that the God of your understanding is an active participant in helping you make this happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're not alone. You're acknowledging. Thanks for the help. Thanks for showing up. Really appreciate it. Then we state the intention, which is typing the address into the GPS. You don't know how to get there. You don't know what the turns are going to be. You don't have to. The GPS has it handled. Now, it's always good manners to say thank you at the end. So I do. And then at the very end, I say it is done. And that's the reminder to us that we did our job. See, what we're doing is we're actually activating your unconscious mind's peripheral vision. It's what psychologists call priming. They know that if you read a series of supportive words, empowering words before you take a test, you do a whole lot better on the test. And if you read a bunch of unsupportive, disempowering words before you do the test, you do a lot worse. So we are actually creating what we want to experience. You know how um, people always talk about in the secret uh, the law of attraction, and you have to feel it before you can experience it. Your intention sets your vibration up for complete and total healing and wellness, and you're vibrating at that space. Now that's the space you occupy. And so all of the things that Jennifer has to say, your antenna are up, and things that normally you wouldn't have even noticed or picked up on, all of a sudden, it's like front and center. The blessings, the downloads just come through. Now, here's the hard part. <laughs> this is the hard part. We are going to read the intention and then hold that intention in total silence for 78 seconds. 
which honest to goodness, it feels like an eternity for me too, not just for you, for me as well. But there's logic behind this. Abraham Hicks emphasizes 78 seconds because we have so much going on in our minds. The latest research says we have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. So there's a lot of stuff happening and the divine's just going, yeah, right, whatever, you know, she'll make up her mind someday what she wants. But when you can hold that intention for 78 seconds, it's long enough for the divine to go, aha, she's serious about this one. She really, truly wants complete and total healing. Got it. We're all over it. Not a problem. Because miracles are possible for you. You just have to ask and receive. Remember? Ask and receive. Okay, Jennifer, before we do the intention, is there anything that you want to say or share? No, no, I'm <laughs> ready to go. I am ready to go. I love it. I love it. All right. Just feel into the energy of this. And if you need to pick two or three words that really help you feel what you want to experience and focus on those words during the 78 seconds. Here we go. In love and light, we hold the intention that we release all doubt and fear, replacing it with infinite healing, divine love. Thank you, divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done. We give thanks, and so it is. Wow. The energy is so high right here with you. I mean, yeah. I had goosebumps before you even got on the call. Yeah. And then when we were talking, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. With that intention, yeah. holy smokes. It's like my hair's blowing back. Yeah. Wow. What was that like for you, Jennifer? It's just, I'm so aligned and I feel that energy too. And I think that that is uh, not surprising anymore. It used to be, but it is also always a miracle and a gift. And so I'm so glad to be here because um, that just felt so good and it's so right, you know? So I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you for that. It's so wonderful. Well, I appreciate you because... 
you're setting the stage for so many thousands and thousands of people who are struggling right now with their health. And it doesn't have to be something as exotic as brain cancer. It can be things like uh, struggling with diabetes or your weight or depression or anything that is bothering you and holding you back. There are no limitations to the healing that you can receive from the divine. And I love that you're leading the way so courageously. Now, I know you shared a little bit about having brain cancer, and obviously you're super passionate about helping people understand how they can heal themselves energetically. Tell me about that transition. I mean, obviously it Um, wasn't like flipping a switch going from uber lawyer to now (laughs) health advocate. What happened? So what happened with me is that I got, um, obviously I was diagnosed with brain cancer, but, oh, I know what I was going to say before that is that I did have traditional medicine. So I did, it wasn't just holistic. I'm quite sure I would not be here with that if, if I hadn't. So I did have brain surgery, chemotherapy, radiation. So I did, but even with that, that was going to just buy me a couple of more months. So that's how bad it was. It was 95% of all people would die within 12 to 18 months, 95%. And then the people who could get to five years, that that would be 5% get to five years. Now I'm 12 years out and I have no cancer, nothing 12 years out, right? So beating the odds, the percentage would, based on when I got sick was 1.7% would be like me right? So what happened for me is the shift was, of course, at the beginning, I had little girls, first grade and third graders. So it was just so dramatic, dramatic in my, for me and my husband. But I started to think after a few days, I started thinking, you know, is there, maybe there's some guy, there's somebody out there who's beaten this. Why can't I use that as a model, right? I started thinking differently. They're all preparing me, get your papers in order and all of that. And I did that, right? I mean, this is a toughie. This is a really tough diagnosis. But I started to ask the, I started to ask questions. Somebody out there who's beaten this, well, why can't I beat this? And then I started asking questions like this. You know, we do heal all the time. We get cuts and bruises and we have a broken leg. All they do is set it and then they'll say, don't walk on it for three months. Well, your body is healing, right? So I started getting into this interesting idea about, yeah, I might, I can chew gum and walk at the same time. (laughs) Get my papers in order. I can get brain surgery. I can get radiation, chemotherapy. But I'm interested in something else. I, I want to go into this other area. And the spiritual gifts that came to me in this process are just unbelievable. That really could be its own book. Um, because I, I didn't grow up with traditional medicine, d- traditional um church, you know, like anything traditional like that. My parents were Catholics, but they got angry and I was the baby, so they got so I just you know, hung out on Sundays. I didn't know what everybody's doing. But when that night that I was diagnosed and I was in the hospital, I prayed to God with my next door neighbor who was a brain surgeon, a brain surgeon, my next door neighbor. So you think there might be a little God connection? Ah, 
but I prayed to his, his wife actually was the, uh, was a nurse who had also helped with brain people who was my next door neighbor. And she said, uh, and she said, this is really bad. This is really, really bad. But I prayed to God in a way that I had never really ever known and knew, I wasn't sure what I was doing, but I prayed, God, please let me change my life. Please let me get to the other side of this. Please let me, please let me uh, support my family and, and be with my family because I had been, I realized I was reorganizing. I had been reorganizing my life and focusing on my business more than anything else. And so there are a lot of different, different gifts that came from this, but that was a big one. Um, so that was kind of how it started. And then things started just happening to me organically. Like one person would leave me a Qigong. They'd send me a Qigong. And then somebody would send me a directed meditation. And then somebody would say, cancer thrives on sugar. And I'd be like, okay, okay. It was almost like I see it now a little differently. I feel almost like God was behind me. And remember, I didn't grow up in God, but boy, I, I understand that connection now. And I'm so grateful for it. It was almost like I was being led, you know, organically. One thing would lead to another until I got to all of these tools. And then that's where I started to realize I'm beating this. I can't believe it. I, well, I believed it. Um visualization, um, meditation, directed meditation, all these things, they always talk about, take, you know, it's the food and you need supplements and stuff. And yes, that's part of it. But if you, just like you have spoken, if you don't have your mindset correctly, forget it. You yeah, know, if you've decided if, it's done, then yeah, you are done. If you deny yeah. your power, your power is denied to you. And you I deal believe with, it. I deal with people so many times, so many cancer people, brain cancer, any cancer, I just, I, people send them to me. And through my public speaking, I talk to people all, all the time afterwards. And it's so fascinating how they're so grateful to understand that it's okay to have hope. Wow. Even when the doctors yeah. tell you nothing, it's so critical to have hope. And it's not hope in an absence of anything else. It is considering a different outcome and that's okay. And I've, I've got a guy who's a brain cancer. He had the same glioblastoma that I had. That's great for brain cancer. That is the one that just is, is a toughie. But so I was three years out and I had, I was humming along with, I got my tools. I understand the tools now. And I was really sharing it with other people. He had glioblastoma, but he could get not get surgery. So instead of having 12 months, he would have six months, right? Like I was given 12 months, he was given six months. I went to his house and I went through all of the different things that I used. He is, after about six months, he had reduced six, uh, half of it. And the doctors were just like, wow, that's amazing. Not curious about why <laughs> you're doing, but he did everything. And he's a guy, right? He's a guy. He was in his fifties, but I asked him to write out his thoughts. That's a very powerful tool where you take, you just write down for two minutes, you write down your, your, your fears, your anger, anything could so just be marks. It's very, very powerful. And then you don't look at it after two minutes and you put it in a shredder. You get rid of it. 
And that energetically, you're removing the things that you're afraid to say and admit. Like it was important that I had a, a somebody come in and she said, if you die or if you don't die, you will still be okay. And people have said, oh, that's an awful thing to say. What a wonderful thing that, to say. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. I mean, one of the huge blessings for me and having my stroke and getting to have a conversation with our higher power, I'm not afraid of death at all because I get that it's a graduation. It's not an ending. Yeah, right. This particular life is like a story that your higher self has decided to make up and it's part of your growth process, but it is not the ending of who you are. You know, the best analogy I've been able to find is kind of like the difference between kindergarten and first grade. And I can only speak to my own experience with these two, but when I was in kindergarten, there was nap time and raisins, <laughs> like the raisins once a week. In, in first grade, no more nap time. Well, when you're physical, you have a body. When you're not physical, you don't have a body. Yeah. But you can experience somebody else enjoying the raisins. You don't have to have the raisins to have a good time. So <laughs> it's just it's just a different way of experiencing who you are. Now, I, Jennifer, I do want to get back because I, I, I am so fascinated by this topic. And there's so many different things I want to ask you. This is the Abundance Journey show. <laughs> And no two people define abundance exactly the same way. Given what you've been through, given how people are truly challenged by health and well-being and enjoying this present life, mm. how would you define abundance? Abundance, that first of all, being completely yourself. I think that is a huge, having the freedom to be completely you authentically you and i see people through my public speaking and learning all of this stuff how people start to peel off the heavy levels that don't that block them from their authentic selves and self-confidence to say i like who i am it's okay i don't have to be perfect and i i think that is such a critical area because because when you get into this place, all things are a possible at this point. You can you can see a bigger field because you are not spending so much wasting your time on what other people's expectations are for you. You are doing it. Uh, you're doing it from a very core, deep place. I mean, I, I believe I just wrote a of the video, a short little video. Um, but I was talking about how it is so important that that this other realm, whatever you feel like you want to call it, God for me, um, that God sees you and we're all wearing dress, we wear our hair and we wear clothes and some people try to cower and hide and stuff. But God sees you perfectly as you are. And I'm just like what you said, I also do believe we are in this is a journey here on earth. And I tell people, this is your time. This is actually a very short period of time. So get to it. You've got a lot to learn, right? Get to it. This is a short period of time. But when you're in, in the other realm, well, that's all about your spirit. That's about your soul. So let's work on that. I feel like that's why we're supposed to be here. I think that was why I had my challenge. They didn't get, once I started getting messages, it makes me happy when you mention that you get information because yeah. I always feel like I always have to qualify it, you know, but 
through this process, I got so many messages, but at the beginning, they let me know they were there, which was big. You know, I was like, did I, did I, did I just do that? <laughs> no, it was them. But then it, at the beginning, it wasn't, it wasn't, don't worry, this is all going to work out. No, no, no. It was, we are here and you are very loved and you are love. You are the essence of love. That's awesome stuff, right? That's really great stuff. So, yeah, it's amazing because one of the messages that I received is that everything is love from the divine perspective. Absolutely. Everything is love. It doesn't matter if you're talking about bunnies and butterflies or cancer and, you know, the plane, right? Yes. Everything is love. And yet, how do you expand on love when everything is already love? Well, you create human beings who experience contrast, what is wanted versus what is not wanted. And that friction creates resistance and then we have the challenge of coming through that resistance with love, yes. being love for ourselves, love for yes. others. Well, and see, that's that, the journey. Oh, yeah. Mind blown. Yes, that is exactly the journey. And when I got into self-love, it took me, it took some work. You don't wake up all night. I had a, a coach who was very supportive while I was in the middle of this situation. I also had a business conflict happen during all of this difficult stuff. But what I have discovered is if you can deeply love yourself deeply, and people use Gosh, people use terms all the time and I just want to throw up because they it means nothing, right? I'm like, mean it, feel that, what I'm saying. It's not just a quick little quip. Deeply work on loving yourself. And it's, it's, it's so important. And then once you do that, you have so much to give to the world. And that's where I am. I mean, my, I've come from such a, terrible diagnosis and it was so scary and so bad and there's so many people who are in the same situation and I'm trying to get the word out that there's another way there are other things that you can do you are so powerfully and beautifully made and I just there's just so much there's just so much people can know and once they hear this this message they it's like they shift they're yes. like, oh, I yes. hadn't thought about that. So yeah. it's very exciting. It's really funny. I didn't finish reading everything that was attached to this Oracle card. And there's one more thing that I want to share with you because I think it's so profound and it's right up what you were talking about. When you are open to seeing and doing things differently, you experience the answers and miracles you need. You're being encouraged to pray from a space of gratitude now. When you focus on what you're grateful for, you align your energy with the miraculous. Heaven is encouraging you to welcome support in all areas of your life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I just got chills. Yeah. You know, I've had chills That's... before we even started talking because wow. this is so aligned. It is so aligned because there is a lot in your life that you could be grateful for. My absolute favorite question how can it get even better than this? And the reason why I love that question, it's a two-parter. It's acknowledging that there are lots of areas in your life that are already awesome. You probably have people who care about you, people who love you, people who want you to be well. And that includes your doctors and nurses and the support staff 
All of these people who are rooting for you, who believe in you, not including all the angels. And I just, I could go on forever about the non-physical who love and adore you and really want you to have this incredible transformation and experience. You can have it. You're the one raising all the doubts, bringing the fear forward. And that narrows your channel. Wow. That totally narrow. It's it's so funny because you're constantly receiving divine love all the time and guidance. You know, you're talking about how things just kind of showed up. And it's, do you remember the connect the dots pictures that you used to do when you had coloring books? Yes. You know, that's what's happening. You get one dot at a time and you don't see the whole picture. You just get to connect the dots and eventually it all starts to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is showing up for you perfectly in divine timing. And when you can acknowledge and appreciate yourself and love yourself, everything starts to change. You are, um, this is so important today. This is so important. This is not, this is just not like a, a little thing. Like this is a really big thing. You're, you're getting into my, whatever my energetic thing is. Cause I grew up as a lawyer. I was very successful in doing that. I was well known. And when I got sick, a lot of people knew that I was in, in a bad shape, but writing a book after having brain cancer and having some, some issues with respect to that and change and having to change things in my life, but writing books and talking to public speak about these personal things, for some reason, I'm I'm so thrilled to do it because I feel like this is my path. But at the same time, this is brand new. Like I I know how to do things as a lawyer, like that I get. But this whole other world, well, you've written books and yeah. you've done TED Talks and all this stuff. And these are new, these are I mean, this, I've been right. I wrote this book and it was published last year. So I've been blown away by the reaction by people and just rereading the same book and getting copies for tons of people. And just, it's just so, this is so perfect for me because I do question myself. I'm like, what do I know? What do I know? See, that's the thing. We are in partnership with the divine. Mm. You know, it was so funny. I was given the image of doing a three-legged race. If you remember being a little kid and you had that little sports yeah. day and you had one leg tied to another kid's leg and then you're supposed to run, right? And you have different leg lengths, different strides, different heights. I mean, it's just insane trying to run together. And I had this vision that you're actually tied up to the divine, to the God of your understanding. And when you think you're in charge and it's all on you, you're trying to drag the divine behind you wow and no wonder it feels so hard because you're not supposed to take it all on yourself you're supposed to collaborate with the divine be a partner and that's what's so beautiful you are coming from the heart you are sharing your energy your energetic experience and we are all tuning forks remember we talked about how the intention is tuning us to that level of health and vibrancy that we want to experience and then that opens us up so that we can pay attention to all the things that align with that vibration it really truly does make a difference in the quantum field i i love the book do you quantum think by Diane Collins. She's brilliant. I interviewed her for this show. I adore Diane. She's amazing. And she really gets how the whole quantum world works. And she was saying, you know, you're driving along and then you state an intention. 
And all of a sudden, a new road appears that was not there before. Oh, so true. Your intention is a new road. You have the choice to travel down that road. And the more attention you pay to that road, all of a sudden, it's really well paved. All of a sudden, there are convenient rest stops. All of a sudden, there are great scenic overlooks. All of a sudden, you get to go right where you want to go. And it's faster and easier and way more fun than you ever imagined. You have so much more power than you give yourself credit for. So I really appreciate how you're bringing this to light because, oh my gosh, Jennifer, this is this is truly possible for people. You know, I'm going to share one other story because um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Hawaiian prayer, Ho'oponopono. It's a four-part prayer. You say, okay. I love you. I'm sorry. This is part two. Please forgive me. Thank you. So the whole thing, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Some people start in a different place, but that's the way that I started. And, and it's all perfect. Well, I knew a woman who had this freak accident where the end of her thumb was popped off. Literally, it was down to the bone. And the doctor said, sorry, there's nothing we can do. It's never going to grow back. You know, you're out of luck. Well, she did. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. She said, you know what? If a lizard can regrow his tail, I can regrow my thumb. And she kept praying to that thumb and being grateful that it was growing back more beautiful than ever. I got to see it. It actually had a little thumbnail. Yes, it was misshapen, but she grew her thumb back. You don't know what you are capable of. You are so much more powerful than you realize. That is so wonderful. Totally true. And let me show, show an example of this. Okay. So I was Friday, um, supposed to, it's Thursday. Uh, the surgery is going to be on a, on a Sunday. I'm sorry. Excuse me. The surgery is going to be on a Monday. It is on a Thursday. And I start meditating. We're in Texas. I, we don't live in Texas, but that's where the surgery, we found a doctor who could do the surgery. And I started to visualize butterflies getting the cancer out of my brain. I visualized it. And then that they would um, go to the darkest and the farthest place for which nothing else can come from, right? I started to see this visualization of, of removing the cancer from my brain. And it was, I would hear winds, wings. I mean, this was intense stuff. And I was not just for a minute. It was like, I believed it. I believed my butterflies in my mind were getting the, the cancer out and would never come back again, right? Because with this disease also, that's the most, if you do beat it uh, at some point, you're going to get it worse and that that's, will be the end of it. So the next day I go to the doctor and we're preparing for the surgery on that Monday. And the doctor says, I want you to meditate on me getting it all out. And then he said, and I will do the same. And I was like, mind blown. Doctors don't talk that way. The next day on Saturday, I got a card and there's a picture of a girl just like me. And it had these winding little things and they were butterflies going off away. Right? Right? Just by being open and saying, God, please help me. I'm open. I'm ready. And all these amazing things can happen but you have to be almost like childlike and curious. God, show me, please show me the way. And um, anyway, I, I could just keep talking. Curious, you know, being curious and grateful 
Yes. Two of the most powerful things you can do. Curious and grateful. Be compassionate to yourself because yes, you'll have those moments of despair. It happens. It happens to all of us. But I love your practice of writing down what you're thinking and then shredding it because you don't have to hang on to that fear. It was so interesting. I'll try not to totally tear up, but it's liable to happen. Um, (laughs) I was really blessed recently to get another download and I was uh, meditating and I saw myself playing cards with the divine. And it was very interesting because I gave the divine the card of fear and the divine gave me back the card of love. I gave the divine the card of a rage and I received gratitude. I exchanged the card of doubt for the card of wonder. I swapped the card of anxiety for the card of acceptance. Wow. I replaced the card of frustration with the card of awareness. All of my hurt and pain was exchanged for appreciation. All of my shame and guilt became strength. It was so incredibly beautiful to play cards with the divine. And the ironic thing was at the end, the divine said, sorry, but you're never getting those cards back again. You can never have them back. You get to live in gratitude and love for the rest of your life. Oh my God. And that is what is possible for every single one of us when we choose to release the stuff that does not serve us. Yes. It is a choice. What is wanted and what is not wanted are always present in the exact same moment. We choose what we give our attention to. Your attention is your divine energy. I don't watch the news anymore. I know about horrible things that are happening in the world. I immediately realized I I have this little bell that I love because it's got a smiley face on it. And I love that because to me, anytime I notice resistance or I notice something horrible is happening in the world, that's the divine going, wait a second, you're a partner of mine. You noticed it. So it's your turn to send love and blessings. Step it up, honey. You're in line. You're next. Get busy. So, yeah, go ahead. No, I didn't mean, no, no, you are. First of all, thank you for sharing that because that is... That was very moving for me. And um, those connections like that in your communications with God, and it just it just doesn't get better. And why would you go back? Once you see the truth, once you see the light, what what why not? You know, so I I so appreciate that. I think so many people are just so wrapped up in these things, these these phones and these the news and all of these things and these things are pulling them away in all ways i teach people mind body and spirit that's 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 the sauce talk about the sauce that's the sauce (laughs) take a little bit of time and when i do speak with people they're like oh i I realize I'm, i'm not doing enough of this for myself and taking enough time for myself you've if you are not getting quiet on a daily basis where are your thoughts coming from? Where are they going? They're they're all over the place, you know? It's it's that monkey mind 
thought process that we learned about meditation. You're actually setting me up for my next question because it's it's really beautiful because I notice for myself, I don't ever like to put things on anybody else, but when I want my external world, my physical world to change, I have to be willing to shift something inside myself mm. before the outside happens. What have you noticed your clients need to be willing to shift in order to experience that health transformation. That oh having. God. Okay. This, I love this one. Great question. I, I talk a lot of people about judgment because judgment carries a lot of heaviness in people's body. And so I talk to people about letting go of judgment. And I had a business that, as I mentioned, a business situation in the middle of me trying to live my life, uh, you know, fight the brain cancer. But I teach people, I, I learned about forgiveness, letting go of that heaviness. And that is one of the, the biggest tools that I teach people. When you judge another person, say, I say, I don't like you. You said something rude. I am just, you know, I'm disqualifying you. What are the terms they use these days? I'm disqualifying you. That judgment comes right back to you. It's like a boomerang energetically. And then what you get to do is you have a backpack. It was, you talk about backpacks. Then you get to shove it in your own backpack. And then you keep doing that judgment. I didn't like that. Oh, I had to do that job and so-and-so should have done it. X, Y, Z, whatever we shove in that backpack. And then we start to like look like an older person who <laughs> has back pain and stuff. And that's what we carry. And so I say, you've got to get that stuff out. You've got to. And forgiveness, letting go, doesn't mean that you have to be pals. Some people are toxic people in our lives. And they don't. They, they do not deserve to be in your world, in your circumstance. They can live, obviously, but I don't want toxic people in my life. And that has been a big thing that I've taught uh, for myself and for other people. Um, but it's so important to let that, that energy go because it hurts you more than it hurts the other person. Always. So that's a big, big thing that I teach people and they always get it. They're like, yeah. Ah, the aha moment. Yeah, I, I heard this wonderful description that compassion is the opposite of judgment. Mm. Passion mm. is the opposite of judgment. And mm. when you get that and you see yourself judging, yes, and you yes. realize that in reality, the person you're judging is yourself. You think you're judging the other person, but you're not. Beautiful. You're actually judging yourself. Totally. And then start to have compassion for yourself that, yeah, you have preferences. Okay. You know, I am not a diver. I, I tried to learn how to scuba dive freaks me out. I am never going to be a scuba diver and I don't beat myself up over it because I have a personal preference for snorkeling. I love snorkeling. I am never going to be a scuba diver. That's okay to have personal preferences. And I'm never going to be a championship skier, but I love seeing people on the Olympics and watching how they do these incredible tricks and they're going so fast. Oh my gosh, I would never want to do that. I can celebrate them for something that is rewarding to them, yes. for something that fulfills yes. them yes. and their willingness to be fulfilled in my presence gives me the inspiration to be fulfilled in my way. Yes. I don't have to be a carbon copy of anybody else. Yes. I get to be, as you were saying, 
your real authentic self. Because Mm -hmm. when you are in compassion, you're loving yourself. You're accepting yourself as you are. Oh, so well said. So well said. Uh, I took a, a program one time and they said it was about the light and the dark. And then they said, say, say, let's say, um, the light, you could say, I like people who dress nicely. Right. And then the dark would be somebody who dresses like a a harlot, right? (laughs) So she looks like a harlot, right? You might judge that. And then through this process, this, this thing that I, um, was part of, they, they said, what's, what's good about the dark, the harlot, what are good things? What are positive things? Well, she's kind of dressed whatever she wants to do. She gets attention. So it's just using all different examples. This is just one example. But what's so nice about that is kind of what you're saying. Let yourself let that go and love yourself and understand you don't know all the reasons why people do the certain things that they do. Well, I had my conflict, my business conflict. I had to, in order to let go to forgiveness, because I didn't want to carry that anymore. I need to be healthy. I had to say, I don't know all the answers. I don't know all the answers. So God, you do it. Yeah. You deal with that because you surely do. But I'm not smart enough to know where that, what happened in that child's, that person's young age and all of these different things. I think all of this, this judgment and heaviness and the words that people use these days are so they're so damaging, honestly. Yes. I mean, our words are like a ripple. The, the words you say are like a ripple that goes into the, the river or the whatever whatever that would be. It totally is. And I actually have a great example of that because when I was having my stroke, I was just showered with incredible divine love. It was amazing. I mean, I'm really fortunate. I have an amazing husband. I'm very happy about my life, but I've never experienced love like that. Let me tell you, it was like a Niagara Falls of love, just this intense, all-encompassing down to the cellular microscopic level, you know? And I came out of my stroke, no damage at all. And I'm like, wow, I want more of that. I want more of that. And I'll put it on a, like with a spigot so I can turn it on high anytime I want. Thank you very much. And I would, I I did all this research to figure out how do I get back in that zone? How do I connect with the divine? How do I get those divine downloads again? And everything that I read, everything that I studied said, you have to allow. You have Mm -hmm. to allow. That was the word they used. Well, I was allowing my little heart out. And yeah, I'd get an occasional download and it always felt really great. But it was a, a lot more like a leaky watering can than Niagara Falls. It was not the same volume, okay? And so finally, I was meditating. I was getting really frustrated. And I asked the divine, why isn't this allowing thing working for me? (laughs) And I immediately got the message back. What is the image that comes to mind when you think of the word allow? Now, no two people have the same relationship with words, okay? So I don't want to put anything on anybody else. For me... I immediately saw myself behind a door with a chain on the door and I'm peeking out the door at the divine and I'm freaking terrified because I can't control it. I don't know what's coming. I don't know how to be in charge. And I realized, oh, for me, the word allow is a mind-based word because my mind wants order and structure and logic and sequences. Guarantees would be really nice. I want to know what's coming, right? 
That's a mind-based word for me. And I thought, okay, well, that obviously that's not the kind of relationship that I want with the divine where I'm in total terror. So what would be a word that really represents the kind of loving, awesome relationship that I want to have with the divine? I had to think about it. I was looking for that heart-based word. And I finally realized that my word is welcoming. Oh, God. I welcome the divine. I wow. welcome amazing conversations like this. I welcome all the blessings that come into my life because I don't have to control it. I'm in partnership with the divine. I am shown it. There's another dot for me to connect. There's always another dot coming my way. That is so, so rich. Yeah. That is so rich. And I can relate to this. You have just so many great experiences <laughs> like that. It just, it makes me so exciting. The, this thing that I spoke with last week, I was speaking with, with this woman and I literally felt like the divine was coming through my body in my communication to this, this woman who was having a, a severe uh, situation. And it wasn't even like my words. I mean, they were my words, but it came from another place. Yes. And that is where the beauty of this, this opening yourself to this divine and saying, we're so limited. We have these yes. corner little ideas about what things are supposed to be and stuff. But when, when you do explore this other realm, it's like everything is blown away. You're like, whoa, like here's, here's a great example. Actually, it wasn't God that came through. It was my uncle, my grandfather came through and, um, I was so sick, you know, obviously I was so sick. I was diagnosed and we're getting ready to get the surgery and stuff. And I remember just crying with grandpa. He's in heaven, right? So there's a, this is, this is how it was, became so intense. I got so many messages during this time. And, and I, I said to my grandfather who had come from Italy with a little education and created wonderful things in the United States, you know, just the classic story, right? Wonderful, wonderful things. And so I remember crying and saying, I will never be able to be a better lawyer. You know, I, I was at the height of my game and all of a sudden I got this. So God, I, I'm so sad that I will never be able to do that. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm tapped out now because this is this is going to hurt me. This is going to affect my ability to do what I used to do the way I used to do it. And he he oh God, just mind blown. He goes, he goes, all I ever wanted is for all of you to have live a better life than I did in Italy. We were so poor. We didn't have anything. He goes, but look at you all. You're a lawyer. They're doctors. She's showing me all of the cousins, all of the cousins and all of the people that it populated. So in this message, the limits of my world is I'm not going to be able to do the same thing that I used to do. But everything blew away saying, you've already done it. You've already done it. Just like you, your work, you, you work with people. And I'm sure they're so grateful for your gifts. And you you want to still do more and, and go more and expand. <laughs> you know, that's I'm, so that's the funny thing. You know, in my conversations with the divine, I honestly feel like it's part of an infomercial because I keep hearing, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. But because wait, you have there's but here's here's why. Here's why. This is so important for you to understand. Because you have been chosen. You have been chosen to do this. Yes. And you have a very important role to play 
And that's why you're there. And that's why you're successful. And that's why people are vibing with you because you have been chosen. And honestly, and it sounds strange to say that, and this is not to take any, everybody has been chosen for one reason or not. Yes. You've been chosen. You had the, the, what was it? It was a stroke. 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 Sorry. You had stroke. I had brain cancer. I shouldn't be alive. I shouldn't have been able to write a book. Yeah. with what I had. I should I shouldn't have been able to with all of the cognitive and the different things. <laughs> but God had a different plan. Yeah. You know, God has a different plan. You are supposed to be doing. I was chosen. Yes. I was chosen to share this with the world as exactly. whatever that means. One time they said, one time uh I they said, I said, well what am I supposed to do now that I've figured out how I need to share this with, you know, I go, so how where do I do this? And they go, your community. And you know, have you ever noticed they're not very succinct? No. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Does that mean, <laughs> does that mean the world? Like, you know, and then they just kind of go away. So you got to just say, okay, I'm going to take it as far as I can. And that's what I'm doing. I think that's what you're doing. And what a blessing that we have the ability that you didn't have damage, you know? And I had not as not so much damage that I couldn't do this and share this very, very, very critical information the world needs to know. And And Jennifer, the other message that I got is you're continuing to heal. And Mm -hmm. frankly, part of what happens is we get in our own way. You know, we intellectualize a lot and we're up in our mind. We're not in our hearts. And so what happened to you was deliberate because it it changed the progress of your life, yeah. the path of your life. And so progress is going to be much greater, much faster. And you're going to be living more at a, an emotional, energetic realm yes. where the mental fixation, so to speak, is not where they want you to focus. So they that was pretty extreme, but wait, there's more. And so trust me, you are continually healed and your abilities will continually expand even more rapidly the more you're connecting with other people. Now, I do want to ask you another question because there are a lot of folks who are struggling right now with various health issues. Yes. I would love to have a magic wand to just go, you are healed. But failing that magic wand, we have to focus on a baby step. Yes. What is a baby step we can look at that shows us we're making progress and we're on the right track? Okay. I have the best, the easiest way. And it's not what you're going to think, right? Most people say if people are of serious illness or something, they say it's about the food. I get it. I get it. But if you don't calm down your mind a little bit, breathing techniques, it's free. This is free. You breathe in deeply and you breathe in for about five seconds. You can hold it a little, and then you breathe it out through your nose for 10 seconds. Do that for five minutes in the morning. Do it five minutes at night. You will be stunned about how simple oxygenation in your body calms your whole body down. Your nervous system responds. Oxygenation is great for your lungs and your whole body. But it is so for me at that point, if somebody who's so stressed out, I don't even know where to go. I just talked to a doc, a a lady and and it didn't go well. And she's going to have to go back into all this stuff. And she's so worried. 
we have got to let our bodies, uh, we have to breathe in and calm ourselves down because we're not thinking clearly about what could be possible. It's really important to consider what might could be possible that is better than what they're telling you. So I know that's such a simple, such a simple thing, but I, I believe honestly the beginning start is just breathing in and breathing out. And then track the book or track pay, that. pay attention to yourself and track that. Acknowledge the thing. Feel gratitude that it's simple things. This is not like totally you know tearing down your house and starting from scratch it's a simple thing right and that's all it takes and then people will say well why don't i why don't i get this from the doctors well this is i don't want to get into all that but um they don't sell that they don't sell hope like that they don't sell that and i love my doctors i love my oncologist i adore him i hug him every time but they don't have all of this other information. I always say it's like a pie chart. I've told this so many times, my pie chart. A lot of people, when you get really, really sick, you think the whole pie chart is your traditional doctor, right? The radiation, Mm -hmm. the chemo, the surgery, the drugs. But I don't see that anymore. I, I learned that very quickly. I started to, I didn't have it all laid out, but it's a pie chart is like this. And your doctor has a piece of the pie could be very important. Mine was certainly important. I love my the, the surgeon who did my work, but still, they were still saying in 12 months, you're going to be out. Um, so there's one part of the pie chart. The other part for me is your mindfulness. What are you choosing to flood your mind with, right? Or just giving yourself silence is a wonderful gift. And then the other one is the physical body, right? Loving your food, um, taking care of yourself, sleeping properly, the boring stuff, but so important. And then for me, the most exciting one for me is the spiritual realm. And I like to say, let's explore the spiritual realm. Even if you didn't know about this stuff in traditional uh, church, like me, it doesn't matter. Explore this. This is such a rich, rich area. And honestly, I feel like that's, I truly believe that is one of the most important parts of it to open yourself, let yourself know you can put yourself down and you can see something that's bigger. And I would never, I could never do that before. So I I see the whole pie. I I see the whole pie and I am, not only do I teach people that this is the path. This is the path and fear. Oh my God, I'm going to only have six months to live. Fear is a very weak energy. Gratitude, like you said, is a very fulfilling energy, right? So these are choices, but when you just get diagnosed, you're just, I've been there. You're just, oh my gosh, what is this? But if you could just talk to a person like you or a person like me or other people in this pocket, there's not that many but I think that what is that thing from the the they say it's uh, you're a seed, um, yes. the Bible, something yeah. about. I feel like the people who have been called to do these things, you and me, and some other people too, we are these little seeds. But I think from it, much wonderful things can happen. I feel like we've been called to do that because we are Absolutely. really lost right now. Absolutely. Jennifer, I could keep you here all day long. I am having <laughs> such a good time. This is amazing. Me too. And you, you were so generous to talk about a free gift for everyone. Could you tell us a little bit about it? 
Well, what I've done is I created a directed meditation. It's my voice. I've got great music and images that anyone can use to calm down, relax. And it, it takes you from the base of the tree, a base of your mountain, and it winds you up there to the top of your mountain. It's been very powerful for a lot of people, and I would love you to have it. So uh, it's avail- it will be available on my website. You can go to it. I'll and make sure that just- the link is in the show notes Perfect. so everybody can find it. So it'll be Perfect. really easy to get a hold of because, yeah, I definitely love that. I love that you're helping us just relax and calm yes. down it's and get minutes. that sense of your yeah. own power. Yes. You know, get that sense of hope going. As you said, that's so important for mm-hmm. health and well-being. Well, Jennifer, one of the things that we do here at the Abundance Journey, we always turn the table on our client, on our guests, because we know when we give is when we receive the most. Mm-hmm. So what can we do to support you? Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I think one is buy my book, <laughs> The Case for Hope. Um and I hope you love it and, and share it with other people who need a little bit of inspiration and some facts about how we can heal. And then the other thing I would say, which is sort of a granular request, which is if you buy the book through Amazon, please go to the very bottom and make a comment at the very bottom. I've been getting great responses, but if I... I'm learning this is a business, right? I'm learning that. So if I get enough of these comments, then it pushes up and more people can see it. And the whole goal is to share this information with the whole world, whoever is interested about healing and uh, looking for a different way. So those would be my gifts. And I really appreciate you for asking. Yeah, well, we will also make sure to follow you on social media because I want to keep in touch and, and see little videos and things that you're doing that are all about this health journey and continuing to explore our energetic connection because wow, what a powerhouse. I'm so blessed to have met you and get to share this incredible time with you. And now I have a really difficult task to pick just one thing to do the activate abundance around. Only one? Oh my gosh, I can have like 20. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today, Jennifer. Thank you so much. What a blessing to be here. And you are just phenomenal. You're so good at this. And I'm grateful that you're here to be doing it. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right. Stick around. We're going to activate abundance in just a minute. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. I adore Jennifer. Oh my gosh, this woman's amazing. She healed herself from brain cancer. I mean, yes, she had help from doctors and nurses and all of the support staff. She went through the chemo and the radiation and all of that. But it takes more than that. It takes an energetic attitude to overcome those kinds of incredible odds. This is not the everyday, ordinary person. 
So to be able to spend time in Jennifer's company, number one, step one is gratitude. I am blown away by this woman, her courage, her compassion, her commitment, unreal. I'm going to be listening to this and watching this over and over again because there were so many gems. I really struggled to pick just one to do the activated bonus segment around. No joke. She shared so many brilliant concepts with us today. Step two is to acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. Oh, I can only pick one. I love where she was talking about self-love because that is something that I know everybody struggles with. All of us, me too. And I know that it's really, really important to take the time to acknowledge something you're doing well and appreciate the difference it makes in your life because of your commitment to show up that way. Acknowledge and appreciate yourself are two of the most powerful things to create that self-love, that self-regard. Because often we are so close to ourselves, our minds are all focused on the things that we aren't doing well yet. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, I screwed up that word. Oh, I can't believe when I wore my shirt inside out. What are they going to think, right? We spend most of our time beating ourselves up. What if we flip that around and instead we took the time to acknowledge and appreciate ourselves? What a concept. Step three, appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Well, if I'm taking the time to actually acknowledge and appreciate myself, I start to notice what an incredible person I am and the difference that I'm making in my life as well as everybody else's life. It's an internal journey. It happens inside first and then it's reflected on the outside in how I experience my life. My internal experience is then experienced in the physical world. So it's worth it for me to take the time to acknowledge and appreciate myself and then notice what's showing up, how my life changes, how those little dots in the connect the dot drawing start to show up more rapidly and they're more visible. I see them with greater ease. How cool is that? Step four, Activate it. There's three different ways you can activate it. You can take out a calendar and write it down to remember. And because I'm going to acknowledge and appreciate myself, that's the one I'm choosing. I'm going to take some time every night before bed to take out my journal, and I'm going to acknowledge things that I did today in how I was showing up for my higher self, in the things that I did that were different, that were supportive and empowering, that were in alignment with my intention to always show up for my higher self. And I'm just going to acknowledge those and then appreciate the difference that it made in my life. I'm committing to doing that on paper every night before bed. Okay, so that's one option is to calendarize it. The second way you activate abundance is to create a physical trigger, like crossing your fingers or tugging on your ear as a reminder. Hey, wait a minute. I'm a valuable person here. And I've got to remember to love myself. It's not all about what other people are doing, thinking, saying. It's about what I'm thinking about myself. That's the most important thing. The third way to activate abundance is to declare to someone else what you're going to do. And I just did that. I declared I'm going to be journaling every night. And that's how I'm going to do the acknowledge and appreciate. Step five, celebrate your progress. This is a journey. It's why the show is called The Abundance Journey. Your entire life is a journey of abundance and prosperity and delight and wonder. 
There is an unlimited amount of joy for you. You never run out. There's always more, but wait, there's more. Yeah, and it's all there for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. You are going to experience unprecedented health and well-being. Thank you for loving yourself because we sure love you. I'll see you next time for The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.